Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We're continuing our series, 50 Shades of They, centered around cultivating impactful and meaningful relationships. Building strong connections isn't a stroke of luck. It requires dedication and effort. In today's message titled, God's Way, God's They, we look at how the right they brings out the best qualities in you. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message titled, God's Way, God's They. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Could it be that you're hanging out with the wrong they? You know who they are, don't you? Yeah. They said, they feel, they've been coming to me. They, who are they? Them. Them. Those. Those? Oh, they're just a few. But those few have some serious horsepower in our lives, don't they? The they. Who are the they? Because the they always have something to say. And I believe that the wrong they stay in the way of the right they in so many of our lives. Who are they? Who are they? Well, they, I guess you're thinking, are my friends. That's right. I have to say, after writing this book, 50 Shades of They, and remember, God is not gray when it comes to relationships, and after studying friendships for a long, long time, I've gotta say, friendships are the biggest force in our lives relationally speaking, next to our family. And for many here, you leave your family to move to your real family that you've chosen, which happen to be, and you are, your friends. Friends, it's a forceful relationship involved in everyone's domain. It spells friend. Everybody has friends. So do you have friendship and fellowship, or do you just have friendship with some without fellowship, and do you have friendship and fellowship with a bunch of the right they? Who are you inviting to your party, and who are you disinviting to your party? Towering questions. The Bible has a lot to say about this. You know, God is the author of relationships. And if you're always kind of wondering, man, what does God want to say about, about relationships? What, is, what does God have to say about this? I mean, what does God know? Well, God knows everything. He made you and me. God's a relational creature. We're made in his image. We yearn for relationships. We yearn vertically. And that is the hole in our heart that can only be filled by Jesus. And we yearn horizontally. We, we yearn for that, for that relationship. 
The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship, that'd be a good name for a church, fellowship, right? Fellowship, for what, for what fellowship can light have with darkness? Don't be yoked together, don't be connected, don't be, don't be hooked up with people who aren't followers of the Lord. So God's not being capricious or cruel, he's being strategic. Yoke up with believers and plow those straight lines. Yeah, you're gonna go to the right and the left now and then. God will take care of that. God will warn you and me. And speaking of warning you and me, do you remember the Apostle Paul, Saint Paul who wrote the lion's share of the New Testament? He was a guy before he became a Christian, he was wheels off, persecuting the church, attacking Christians, a brilliant guy, a, a, a guy that was successful, a guy who was tough as nails, a guy who, who God wanted, obviously, on his team. I mean, God wants everybody on his team, right? right. Well, 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 the Bible said one day Saul and his posse, his squad, his group, his association, his fraternity, his team, whatever you want to call it, they were, they were walking down the Damascus Road on their way to persecute somebody, and guess what happened? Boom! God showed up. Boom! He hit the deck. And check out what happened. Acts chapter 26, verse 14. We all fell to the ground. This is Paul talking. And I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? This is Jesus talking. Saul, why are you persecuting me? Me, the church, the body of Christ. That's Jesus. We're a part of the body of Christ. It's hard for you to kick against the, what? <laughs> Say that word, what? Goads. Goads. What? Wait a minute. Why do you persecute me? It's hard. Now he was Saul before he became a believer, then he became Paul. He's like, why do you persecute me? It's hard for you to kick against the goads. Goad? Goad? Oh, a goad, yeah, that's a, that's a piece of farming equipment too. A stick, it had a sharp end. It was a prod. The plowman, as he was plowing, he had those oxen equally yoked. Now and then they would rest, they would go to the right, they would go to the left, and he would prod them. Whoa, whoa! I feel the pinch, I, I feel that stick, whoa, okay, okay. And they would start back. God is prodding us. He's goading us for our best interest in mind. You wanna waste your life? You wanna burn up all this time? It's a gift from God, I don't. When you go God's way, Many times there's gonna be loneliness. Many times there's gonna be difficulty. But I promise you something, when you're equally yoked and you plow those straight lines and you go with the goad, whoa, okay, God, thank you for that. Wow, I feel that. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna sow seed and you're gonna be patient and you're gonna wait and the harvest is gonna be a bumper 
crop, 100% certified organic, and you're gonna go, whoa, I am so blessed. I, I trusted you, God, because after all, you wrote the owner's manual on relationships. Dr. Phil didn't. I trust you, God. I trust you, and look at my life. God gives us good examples and bad examples. This is the bad example of somebody. Well, some of it's good, some of it's bad. Solomon, solo man, Solomon, solo man, Solomon, solo man, wrote Song of Solomon about intimacy and marriage. Awesome, inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. Boom, wrote a lot of the Proverbs. Memorized 2005 Proverbs. People would come from all over the place to listen to this guy, the king, King Solomon, David's son, wax eloquently about all these different subjects. You'll never have the money Solomon had. Mark Cuban would be one of his yard boys. I'm serious, that's the kind of money he had. Bill Gates, yeah, he would maybe head up IT for him. You know, that's about it. Bill, Bill, this thing's not working. Fix this remote. Anyway. Buildings, you talk about buildings? His house would cost billions. So he had bazillions of dollars, he built stuff, he had babes. You were talking about women, guys? 700 concubines, you'll never have the amount of sex he had, ever. I don't care if you're a porn star, it's not gonna happen. So why are you wasting your time messing around with chasing after money and fame and intellect and sex and this and that. He was so wealthy, we're talking back in the day. Had 40,000 horse stables. I've seen them in the Holy Land. Back in the day, you know, he didn't have ice for his adult beverages. Read about him. He would send his servants up into the mountains, collect ice so he could have some margaritas. You think I'm kidding, not margaritas, but some are saying, oh really, margaritas, I didn't know. No, that's a little joke. He did have servants go in the mountains to get ice, bring the ice back. He had moats around his, his houses, like they had all these exotic fish and all these things. It was, it was, this, guy was, this guy was amazing. And his whole future was cut out for him beautifully. Everything was going well, but, but here is, pretty much the net effect, the Wikipedia, the Cliff Notes. Remember Cliff Notes? They still have Cliff Notes? Really? I've never used Cliff Notes, but I don't even know why I know what Cliff Notes are. But here's his problem. King Solomon, solo man, made alliances with foreign kings and loved many foreign women. You make the wrong alliance, you have friendship and fellowship, the wrong alliance will end up being defiant. Ecclesiastes 1.14, here's what he said after, after, I mean, after a long life, after wasting 40 years of his life in this free fall into the abyss of rebellion. Here, here's what he said. So see, here's what's so cool about him. You'll never have the stuff or experience the stuff that Solomon had. You're not going to, nor am I. So God saves us, doesn't he? All we gotta do is read this and go, wow, okay, thank you, God. I'm not gonna chase after that. I'm gonna chase after you now, but, but check it out. Here's what he said. His ticket was getting ready to be punched. That means he was clocking out, about to die. Ecclesiastes, been there, done that, now what? He's the poster child of that, solo man. 
I've seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Now in Ecclesiastes 12.1, here's what he says. He said, okay, here's what to do. Here's the app, okay, of the day. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Remember God when you're young. Don't waste your time. How do you waste your time? Don't kick against the goads. Don't kick against the goads. Go with God's goads. Remember the creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come. Consequences. You sow seed of rebellion, you reap what you sow. You sow to the wind, you reap the whirlwind. Some of the time, nope, all of the time. Man, God's saving us, isn't he? Ecclesiastes 12, 11. Oh yeah, let me read this. The words of the wise are like, what? There's the word again. You gotta be kidding me. Ecclesiastes 12, 11, is that a misprint? No. The words of the wise, I thought I read that about, about Paul in the New Testament. The words of the wise are like what? Like what? Goads. They're collected sayings like firmly embedded nails given by one shepherd. Don't kick against the goads. Don't. Go with the goad. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message, God's Way, God's Day. You are listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. And there's something else about the goat. On the other end of the stick, it was like a nine iron. I'm talking about the goat. Stick, sharp point, other end was like a nine iron. I mean, what were the farmers doing? Were they like practicing their short game? No, no. A plowman, when, when, when everything was working, when he was, he was, he was plowing and everything was yoked up and everything was yoked together. The oxen are plowing, they're moving, he's using the prod and then the prod, wait a minute, something's not working. Uh Uh-oh, you got some mud and some mire. 
So he would turn the goat around and scrape off the junk from the blade so then it would just slice through the dirt. What did Jesus tell his disciples? They diss you. They disrespect you. They're the wrong they. Just kick off the dirt from your flip-flops. <laughs> the words of the wise are like goads. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. Here's what he says. Now all has been said and heard. I mean, he's done it all. Again, you're not no A-lister, no jet setter is going to do what Solomon did. It's not going to happen. Now all has been heard. Here's the conclusion. Fear God. Keep his commandments. And this is the duty of mankind. Hey, young people, right now, right now, students, you fear God. You put God at the center of your life. Keep his commandments. His commandments are there for our greatness. They're not downers, they're dynamic. Okay, let me give you some practical pointers. I can go through at least four of them. We'll do the other next week. There's some people you need to invite out of your life. There's some people that don't need to show up to the party. If you obey what I'm talking about as a follower of Christ, two-thirds of the conference will not show up to the party. So you're not going to have as many dates or as many friends, but those you have will be on a H&L, a whole another level. <laughs> what do the people look like that I should invite out of my life? Number one, the people that hold me back from my full potential. Think about the they. Do they hold you back from your full potential? Friends are like elevators. They take you up or down. I was at the conference. I stayed at the Omni Hotel, room 745. I pushed the button in the elevator that goes up. I went up. Pushed that, it goes down. I went down. Oh, but I can change her. I'm, I'll go missionary date. Doesn't work. Oh, yeah, I can influence them for the best. Yeah, you can in neutral zones, but you can't be in fellowship. They'll pull you down. You think you, 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 you're as smart as Solomon? People come from all over the world to listen to you, and have you written 2005 Proverbs? Have you written a book in the Bible? And, and, and have you made squillions of dollars? No. Well, if it can happen to him, it can happen to you. And me. Number two, they'll make you feel bad about yourself. I've been around certain people. I'm like, man, they bring out the worst in me. <laughs> the absolute worst in me. One time, because I've regularly invited people out of my life, it's not easy, but I do it. I delete people. And it's not that they're not my friends. There's no fellowship anymore. I bought this new truck years ago. I was so excited about this new truck. So I wanted to show it to my friend that I was in fellowship with. And, and God had been <clears throat> goading me like, watch out, this, this guy, I'm not sure about his motives and what he says, but I was like, you know, I, I want, I, God, I just feel like I should continue to stay in this friendship, whatever. But, but this is kind of the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back. I showed him this truck. He goes, 
It's a nice truck. It'd be really cool. I mean, if I had the truck, oh, I'd customize it. Those are stock wheels. I would change that and change this. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, dude, you, you can't even rejoice that I got a new truck? And you're talking about, oh, yeah, it's nice, but it's got to be customized. Be... <laughs> Done. <laughs> Delete. Contact erased. I've seen the guy around since then. No more bro hug. I mean, I'll shake his hand. I'm his friend. There's no fellowship involved. Now, it wasn't just that. Things were building up. But there was a little <clears throat> and, and God just used that to clean the kick the dirt up my feet so I could plow better. See, I can't tell you this if I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it perfectly, but I'm in this process. Number three, they will negatively impact your reputation. Yeah. It's like, man, you hang out with these people. They kind of give a negative vibe about who you are and whose you are. Because people say, oh, you're in fellowship with them. Friendship, that's another matter. I'm talking about deep fellowship. And then number four, they'll bring out the worst in you. The wrong day? Oh, the wrong day? What will you do? Oh, man, you, all of a sudden you'll feel jealous. Envious. Materialistic. Or maybe I should say, I feel more jealous, more envious, more materialistic. I'm not saying like I don't struggle with that. That'd be like, oh, really? No. But certain people bring it out. Ed, you're a monster? They just bring it out in me. Who are those people? Don't be in fellowship with them. You're at the wrong day. Feeling competitive and all that. Always one-upping people. Watch out. Now, I have other lists like who should you invite into your life. I'm very tempted to diesel on, but I'm not going to. We're spurring the oxen to the barn. <laughs> they plowed some straight lines. We're not kicking against the goads anymore. We've allowed God to, to prod us and to clean off the mud and the mire from the plow. We're plowing straight lines. We're sowing amazing seed. And the crop is going to be off the chain. But you know what? None of this stuff will happen unless we live out James 2, 23. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, that's Father Abraham, Abraham, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's what? God's what? Friend. It's all about the gospel. So it's my prayer that you accept God's friendship. It's my prayer that you invite the right they into your life and the wrong they out of your life. It's my prayer that you plow beautifully and strategically as God takes you to places you never dreamed possible. 
Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We trust this message has encouraged you. God wants the best for your relationships, for your marriage, and for your friendships. It happens when we place Him at the center of our lives. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. In our next session of the series, 50 Shades of They, we go further into the exploration of nurturing significant relationships with a message called, Who's Invited? where we'll bravely address the crucial matter of deciding who should be welcome into our lives, and equally important, who might need to be graciously removed. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more enriching content and opportunities to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless.